Hi, I'm Patrick Kagan, your host for Sales Hindsights, a conversation that combines my 30 plus years of experience with the expertise of my guests. And trust me, all of them will amaze you. Now, it's been said that hindsight is 2020 vision. So, my guests and I are charged with answering one thing for you knowing what we know now, what best practices and takeaways have the last 30 years in sales, sales management, executive leadership, and entrepreneurship provided to us that you can take with you. So enjoy the listen as we conversate for your growth. All right, thank you for tuning into our podcast, Sales Hindsights. Just by tuning in, you are already getting ahead in the process of self-improvement. During our conversation, you'll discover that we make sales make sense. And we go beyond that. We tackle issues dealing with management, leadership, team building, self-confidence, entrepreneurship, and life itself. So our goal will be to make all of it make sense. And we're going to do it with a very practical, easy-to-understand approach, a real boots-on-the-ground approach. And we're going to give you those little nuggets that you put in your pocket and you carry with you through life. And when life throws their challenges your way, you pull that nugget out and you know exactly what to do. When you find you like what you hear, then I want you to go to our website, pksolutionsgroup.com, for all the resources you will ever need to become the best version of your own professional self. A link to my calendar can be found in the podcast show description. So go ahead and set up your free situation analysis with me. Do it today. Do it for you. And finally, thank you for the likes, shares, and follows. It makes a difference and allows us to continue bringing you the great content and the great guests that we bring you. Now, Today, I want to share with you a summary of a conversation I had with a friend recently when we talked about qualities of top professionals. And two words kept coming up, discipline and persistence. It's They're both very good qualities to have, but persistence really opened up the conversation and the thought to something that you you have to work at. You have to practice persistence. By definition, persistence is defined this way. It's an obstinate continuance in a course of action in spite of difficult opposition. There's a lot of strong words in there. You're being obstinate and you're continuing, and it's a course of action you take despite all of the difficult opposition. So persistence takes practice. Discipline becomes perfected. And I want to talk about persistence. That's the that's the cousin of the two that I think makes the most sense to spend some time on. Because persistence is a double-edged sword. And so we're going to talk about persisting at your priorities. And it's been said that someone who's persistent... Uh, the, the their persistence is a good predictor of success. And when you look at what it takes to persist and to succeed, uh, the word grit comes up. And grit is really an individual person's quality to sustain their passion or to persevere through a long period of time. Grit means you don't give up. That's That's really at the heart of what it means to be persistent. Now, I talked about it being a double-edged sword, and it's important to think about the downfalls of being persistent. 
you wouldn't think being persistent would necessarily have the downfalls, but you can you can get caught in the trap of being so persistent that you do things like you waste your resources and your time on meaningless or worthless endeavors. You you put your blinders on, you dig your heels in, and you persistently pursue something that really is meaningless or takes a lot of time and there is no payoff. Um, the other thing about being persistent that could be a downfall is you're so busy persisting on uh, an initiative leading towards a particular goal or objective that you ignore alternatives or you miss other alternatives that are around you that may be a shorter path to the greater good. You also run the risk when you're persistent of increasing your levels of stress or harming your mental health, uh, becoming so focused that it becomes something that creates anxiety and stress within you. And I've seen a lot of folks who they are so persistent that they let pride get in the way of progress. And it's not that they're failing, but they have uh, a persistent and uh, stubborn way of refusing to admit that it could lead to failure, what they're doing. There's a lot of folks you see for a good example would be uh, coaches of, of uh, competitive sports and they have their way of doing something and that's the way they're going to do it. And that ignores alternatives around them. That ignores the talent of the team that they're coaching. And it says, here's my way. And you need to fit into this. And there's a lot of professionals, leaders who do this. They get so caught up in their role that they begin to demand respect rather than command respect. So pride is one of the biggest pitfalls of being very persistent. Uh, and finally, there's also the fact that we we get so persistent that sometimes we don't realize the pain we're creating for ourselves and that we'll never reach that reward. So those are some things that can happen when you're so stubbornly persistent and obstinately following a passion that it can lead you towards uh, these difficult downfalls. Uh, and, it, and, and as much as persistence can predict success, there are indicators that it could lead you to failure too if you, if you go down that path. So here's my four tips on how to become more persistent in a positive way. The first is this. I call it, have a big vision with baby steps and a clear understanding of why. And what I mean by that is have a very big vision of what you're going to persist. It should be very important. It gives you a sense of direction and it keeps you from getting lost as you begin pursuing. Remember, you're looking for motivation as a starting point, but that's as far as motivation goes. Then you need momentum to carry you through. Momentum is the fuel that drives the vehicle. So if you start with a big vision, that's really important and understand the importance of everything you have. Then break it into baby steps. And it's really important to have baby steps because it's easy to take a thousand small steps than it is to take one very large step. And it can become overwhelming if the step is too large. So break it, break your goal into small tasks that are very achievable. And this is not something that you're looking at, we're going to do it this week or this month, maybe not even this day, it's within this hour. These are the tiny baby steps that you're looking at. And this keeps 
sort of the fire burning. It's like the little logs you throw onto a fire that keep the fire burning. It's not one big log you're trying to make warm the whole room. And that's a great way to suffocate a fire. So you don't want to you don't want to do that in the last part of that equation. Have a clear vision of why. Know the reasons behind the goal. Know your whys. When you know why you're doing something, this will this will keep the fuel alive and flowing through the engine and moving the momentum along. And if you lose track of why you're doing something, but you keep doing it, that's where you fall into the downfalls of you know increased stress and letting your pride getting in the way, and you miss alternative solutions that, that come to you through the creativity of persistence. So have a big vision, take your baby steps, and have a clear vision of why. The, the next really important step, step number two, in ways to become persistent in a positive way, is take what we used to call in the military as a resting halt. And a resting halt was really a pause in your motion uh, to listen and learn and observe, catch your breath, refuel. You rest, you don't quit. And so standing still and gathering your thoughts and observing and paying attention to maybe what didn't go well, paying attention to what did go well, taking inventory of the progress you've made to this point. That keeps the momentum fresh and alive and keeps you moving forward when you begin to move again. So resting halt is an okay thing to do because it lets you clear the clutter that you've gathered along the way and refocus on the clear whys, the clear vision of why you do something. Uh, The third tip to uh, positive persistence is keep your eyes open to the setbacks you've encountered. And the benefit of that is a setback doesn't mean you failed. A setback is just that things didn't go as planned. And and it's better to have a plan that you work that is completely incorrect than a plan you think of that you never work. And so when you keep your eyes open to everything that happens and we label it a setback, it's really a lesson on an alternative plan. Things happened. They didn't happen the way I planned. What can I learn from that? How does it give me better perspective as I do move forward? And it lets me then take a look at everything, not in a negative way. I've failed and this is not good, but rather I've, I've had another lesson come my way and I'm now shifting directions and I'm keeping a, uh, I've got my big vision in mind. I'm taking just a small baby step. I have a clear understanding of why I'm doing this. I took a resting halt, observed my, my setbacks and reframe them. And then the last part is that do-overs are your friend. And when you have a do-over, when you're persistent in pursuing a goal and you have a chance to do a do-over, some folks look at it like I failed and they go, oh, I failed. And they don't want to start over. They've just literally exhausted themselves, probably because they fell into the downfalls where they had a lot of stress uh, they were too proud to start over or to take a resting halt. They kept pushing through. And when things didn't go their way, they want to give up. And my perspective is I get an opportunity for a do-over. And I might have to do everything over, but I might only have to do some things over. I might have to go back only 15 yards instead of a full 100 yards and then regroup and keep moving forward. But when I know the reasons behind my goal, when I have this big vision and I and I do it in baby steps, when I plan to have resting halts, I plan to have resting halts. 
So I'm not resting and halting because I'm so exhausted I can't move forward. I can plan this before I'm even at that point of exhaustion. And I keep my eyes open to my setbacks that come my way. Then it allows me to see creative solutions that I might not have been aware, been aware of. And then I'm open to the idea of having a do-over as my friend. And pretty soon, my persistence will have paid off. And I no longer have this obstinate continuance in a course of action despite the difficult oppositions, as the definition says, because I've practiced persistence. And persistence led me to a completed goal or challenge or reward. So I hope this was helpful for you today. I look forward to helping you persist in your pursuit of the best version of your own professional self. So that's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed listening to the conversation as much as I enjoyed participating in it. Every person, every business needs some help. Take the first step in your own world. Go to the show description, use the link to my calendar, and set up your own one-on-one time with me, or go to pksolutionsgroup.com for all your bonus resources. We all have choices. And I'm here waiting when you finally choose a different way, a better way. Until then, let me leave you with some wisdom from one of my favorite musical groups, Rascal Flats. Simply put, my wish for you is that your life becomes all that you want it to be.